This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Mix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go. Super Wild Card Weekend is over, so here we be on this Tuesday. The Eddie Scazzeri. Good morning to you, sir. And across from me, his name is Al Shaquille Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Woke up uh, to the snow, uh, snowy slush situation. Yep. I have a, a science question for science. either you or Eddie who wants to answer this All right, Eddie, me. wake up. Because this is a legitimate question I have. I'm not trying to be stupid if, it's, if I sound stupid. So I go outside and I'm in the car driving or walking. It is 26 degrees outside. How are there puddles that are not frozen if water freezes at 26 at 32 degrees? Do you know, Jerry? No, Eddie. Eddie, there could be some pretreatment of the surface that prevented it from doing so, like salt okay. or something like that. That's it. Yeah, that would be my guess. I don't know. I'm not buying that. <laughs> Already? <laughs> it also takes time, it also takes time to freeze too. Yeah, but it's been tw- it was been under freezing for many hours and I walked mm. outside like like walking on the sidewalk which I don't believe were pre-treated. The streets were I didn't hear crunching. I was stepping in puddles. It's 26 degrees outside. Get a scientist on the phone. Yeah. Where's Neil deGrasse Tyson when you need him? Figure that one out, scientists. <laughs> Jerry, we've lost the Dolphins, gone. Gone. Dallas Cowboys, gone. gone. And now the Philadelphia Eagles. No one wanted them. That's fine. Gone. That's fine. Boy, they... They, gave, never, they laid an egg, man. I've never seen a team play with less heart than yeah. the Eagles. And they're getting... I can only imagine what sports radio in Philadelphia will be like because I did watch some of the Mike Missanelli and Seth Joyner postgame show this morning. Okay. I mean... Exactly what you were just talking about. Just no effort. Unin- like these are the words they were using. Uninspired, uh, lackluster, will to win. Oof. I mean, they really clobbered this team, their coach and the quarterback. Yeah, they just played with no urgency, right. no interest in tackling. And that it's funny you say that. That was one thing that um that Seth Joyner brought up. 
Because I don't understand how a team that gets paid to tackle can't tackle in a playoff game. Or, yeah, not only can't tackle, but not showing an effort right. to want to tackle. Right. It, it looks like a team, and I didn't see this game live. I only saw the highlights. And again, I listened to a lot of this stuff. But it sounds to me like a team that just didn't believe in the coaching staff. And even though they said all the right things, just kind of went out there and allayed it and said, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, they looked like a team that when you lose six of seven, if you erase that 10 and one start they had, that's a, a team. team. It's like kind of watching like the Jets lose every week or yeah. the Giants lose every week. And they just are not interested. They just Correct. want the season to end. Disinterested. That's exactly what it looked like. Disinterested. Please end the season. Yeah. It was, it's su- such a weird. So the question I would have is. Team. I think with the Cowboys and the Packers, and and the one thing that and they have been a major topic on all the sports shows, TV, radio, which makes sense, and I understand why. The one thing that you keep hearing is how severely outcoached they were, and I, I think that's true. If you watched it, their guys were not in the proper position, and it looked like the Packers were three steps ahead of everything they wanted to do. There was the one play in the Bills Steelers game yesterday where I thought uh, Romo, who I know took a beating for a lot of his comments during the game, but. There was one play where Mason, um, not Mason Crosby, Mason Rudolph dropped back on a third down play, and it looked like he had a wide open. It might have been the tight end. I'm not sure. Maybe a receiver in the flat, a little off to the right on like a third and five. He takes the snap, goes to throw, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, he's not open. And Romo pointed out on the replay very quickly how they basically baited him into trying to make that throw by the cornerback dropping off, but then the linebacker faked a rush and then was on him immediately, and the play wasn't there, so he threw it out of bounds. Well-coached team. Knew what they were doing, knew what they were looking at. Are we going to say Todd Bowles severely outcoached Nick Sirianni? I guess we are because they they look like your quarterback, Baker Mayfield, threw for 350 yards last night. Yeah, and three long touchdowns. Yes, and they stopped the stupid two-point try with the, the I'm not the calling tush it, push. The, the quarterback sneak. Call it what you want. Like, no other team could do that. So, now I know they also grabbed his face mask, almost ripped his head off his neck, but nothing was called. Point is, was, was Nick Sirianni that badly outcoached by Todd Bowles? That's correct, Jay. I guess so. They gained 94 yards in the second half, the Eagles. Zero points. That is hard to do. The only time they showed life was the uh, the the long touchdown pass to I think it was Smith, right? Devontae and then, Smith. Yeah, and then it seemed like, oh, okay, maybe here's where you gotta get back in the game, and then just nothing. nothing. It's nothing. That was what sixteen nine, right? Does yeah, that sound right. And then they got shut out the rest of the way. And Jalen Hurts, when he's playing well and the Eagles are winning, his low key attitude and is kind of calm, cool, and collected. Right. So this is where we suck as announcers. We can't sit there and praise a guy for, you know, being lifeless and the moment's never too big or too low for him. And when it's going great, look at he's got the the heartbeat. He's always ready to rock and he's Eli Manning and it works and he wins. But then when they lose, hey, wake up. We can't have it both ways, and yet we do that all the time. I saw the tight end yelling at him on the sideline briefly. Dallas Goddard. Yeah, Dallas mm-hmm. Goddard. Yeah, Wake what, up! <laughs> I don't know what he was yelling about, but... I know, but we do that with Daniel Jones, too. Yes. When Daniel Jones looks like he's uninspired but winning, we're like, man, that's Eli. Look at that, man, that quiet leadership. And when it's not going well, can this guy wake up and look like he cares? Like, it's not fair. I suppose. You are what you are. Like, you know, we but that's why what we do sucks.
<laughs> what do you mean? No, that's all we do is criticize guys. Oh, yeah. We do do that. That's all we do. We will critique every little thing you do. We'll like it one week. We'll hate it the next right, week. It's silly. Game to game. We'll figure it out. It really is silly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So now we've got what is they call this next round, Jerry, divisional round yeah. playoffs. Yep. The four winning teams advance to the championship Sunday. Yeah. So we got uh, Texans Ravens on Saturday at 430. That game's in Baltimore. So the Texans get out of that uh, dome of theirs. Yeah. Then Saturday night, Packers at Niners. Yeah, now I'm excited because I, we should land. I'm with Rutgers on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, okay. We should land in Champaign around probably 630. So I should have plenty of time to get to the hotel, and the hotel we usually stay in is attached to a, like a sports bar. Oh, is that it. right? Usually I eat with the team and everything, but I'm not not like this. I go hang out and watch the game. Champaign, Illinois? Mm-hmm. Who, who, uh, what college plays there? Illinois. Oh, my God. Well, it could have been another, could have been like DeVault or DeVry or what's that? DeVry? You th- do you think they're playing the technical school no, no. in Woodbridge? <laughs> <laughs> They'd kill them, Jerry, for sure. What's, what is DeVault? DePaul. <laughs> DePaul is well, a, They're in the Big East. Oh, okay. They're in the Big East. They don't play them. Yeah, no. You played them at one point, though. Yeah, like in a non-conference situation earlier in the season a couple of years ago. So yes. I remember you. I always stuck with me. You said how they had a really cool broadcasting department. Did? Yeah. DePaul. DePaul. I said that to Someone you? Someone told me that. wasn't me. I have no idea what DePaul specializes <laughs> you didn't go in. study their school when you went there? No. I told mm. you they had a, a brand new nice arena. Hmm. I don't know who I was talking to that went to DePaul. This is probably your nephew. Maybe Gina went to DePaul for some conference or something. Uh, that could be. That's very possible. Hmm. Okay. And then we got Sunday, Jerry, Bucks at Lions. That's yeah. a 3 p.m. game. I was surprised that wasn't the Sunday night game, but I understand why. And then Sunday night, Chiefs-Bills. By the way, the Lions are going to, like, waltz into the NFC Championship game. They're not losing at home to the Bucks, are they? I don't know, Come Jay. on now. No way. Baker Mayfield, no Todd way. Bowles connection. I, I Mike Evans. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't see it. It's just, you know, you know eyeballing this, this divisional round. Yeah. How about Lions-Packers-NFC Championship game at Ford Field? That would be cool. That would, I got to be honest with you, I and I don't want to see the Packers win. I want to see the Lions, actually. And now I'm a Lion fan the rest of the way. The only one that really, well, the Packers-Niners feels like something. Yeah, I Chiefs agree. Chiefs-Bills feels like something. Yeah. Bucks-Lions feels like a regular season game. Really? You're a Bucks fan. I, I know. I'm a Bucks be... fan. And I okay. and I like the Lions. See, I feel like the Ravens-Texans feels like like a, like a warm-up to the, to the playoff yeah, games. Yeah, that, that feels like a wild card game. <laughs> it does. I agree. And yet, that might be the best game of the weekend. We'll yeah. see. If he, I'll tell you, if that kid can go into Baltimore and win, my goodness. That would be impressive. Yes. No one's going to expect that out of him? No, no, because if I looked at this, I expect the Ravens to win. I expect the Niners to win. I expect the Lions to win. And I expect the Bills to win. But I wouldn't be stunned if Patrick Mahomes played amazing and the Chiefs won that game. Wouldn't be shocked if Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur figured out a way to beat the Niners. I wouldn't be stunned. I don't expect it, but I wouldn't be stunned. 
Uh, what's the other game on Sunday we're talking about? Bucks, Bucks and Detroit. Lions. I would be shocked if the Bucks won in Detroit, and I'd be shocked if the uh, Texans won in, in Baltimore. Those two to me, just I almost feel like why play them? Yeah, so you <laughs> would not be shocked if the Packers went to San I Fran? Be. No, with the way that kid played the other day, he looked like next level. Yeah, I know. He this looked outstanding. I hate when the Packers are good for so long. What impressed me about him Sunday was how, and I mean, I know he's an NFL quarterback. You have to do this, but like he, there were the Cowboys didn't get to him often, and yet when they did get close to him, man, he had the poise and was able to kind of backtrack. And he's got such great arm strength that he was still putting the ball where he wanted to, right as he was going to get popped. He was and the arm slot on the one touchdown to I. Mm, I forget who it was. It was the last touchdown, but whatever. Uh, might have been Romeo Dobbs. It just, he was really impressive. Very impressive. And I feel like, I know they got the week off, but I feel like I haven't seen the 49ers in like three weeks. Well, you haven't because also when they played their last game, they didn't play half their team. That's right, Jerry. Same thing with the Ravens. Mm, good point. So we'll They're see. They're going to get off the slow starts. Maybe. I mean, sometimes it can go the other way. Maybe they'll be all fired up and they'll be on point. Who knows? Hmm. That Bucks uh, eagles game, the year that the Bucks went to their first Super Bowl and won, yeah. the, the Bucks had to go into Philadelphia and in won. the cold. Yeah. And prior to that, the Bucks had never won a game under 20 degrees. Right. And uh, Rondé Barber had a pick six in that game. Oh, right? that oh, Bucks. Oh, I don't Bucks remember that. Is right. Oh, yeah. Rondé Barber pick six kind of sealed the game, if I recall. Uh, interesting. So it was. I was getting sort of uh, Buccaneer Super Bowl vibes yesterday watching them beat the Eagles. Yeah, they're not going to the Super Bowl this year. You don't know that? I kind of do. Um, and so <laughs> and so do you, by the way. So <laughs> I interesting do know that, yeah. in terms of the weather Saturday, so that brings me back to Houston, a dome team, which, again, this would make it even more impressive if they went in and won. 25 de- now, it doesn't look like any bad weather. 25 degrees is the high on Saturday in Baltimore. In Baltimore, yeah. Yeah, and breezy. What about in Buffalo? Although you got the Chiefs, they love cold weather. Bills love cold weather. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Yeah, it's not going to matter. You're right. Except for the fact that we like it. We do. I like a little wintry mix. Were you surprised like I was when they got to the game yesterday and it was sunny out? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I was like, come on. Especially I kept seeing things online. That were like people shoveling their seats. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be and and the title would be forty minutes before game time. By the way. No chance that's forty minutes before the game and they're still shoveling seats. So here's listen to this forecast if you live I don't know why you would live in in Buffalo. Buffalo? (laughs) You're a weirdo. They got through yesterday, okay? The forecast for today in Buffalo. Six inches of snow. (laughs) Tomorrow, six to twelve inches of snow. (laughs) Thursday. One uh, one to three. That's like a dusting. Friday, two to four inches of snow. It's every day. No snow Saturday. And then we'll turn it on Sunday or Sunday evening. Sunny and 27 degrees. My town dropped about six inches worth of salt oh, on the entire, on, on every road surface for two or three inches or but, two inches, whatever we got. Well, I hope you got more than two inches. That would be pathetic. I only got two inches, Jerry. I don't know what you got. More than that. You know what the deal is? Um, we haven't used it in three years, so they have salt just stockpile. Like, Surplus. get it out of here. Let's go. This is one thing driving, and I found I know that it's good that they're working. It's great. Get the overtime. Plows were plowing blacktop. Yeah, we got to scrape the blacktop. <laughs> what are we doing? Just in case. Well, they got to plow all the salt they put down because <laughs> they put down too much salt. <laughs> A lot of salt. 
Oh, that is funny. What it are you going to do? Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. So that's your that's your forecast in Buffalo this week, where they will take on the Chiefs on Sunday night. All right, Jerry. Let's talk Steelers Bills when we get back. Uh sounds is that good cool. To, yes. Do you want to tell us about something before oh, we go to break? I sure do, Jerry. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> 